What's going on, good people, and welcome to Live by the Three, a Raptors podcast with your boy Curly. Give me a follow on Instagram at Live by the Period Number Three and on Twitter at Live by the Zero Three. To all those celebrating, happy Easter to all of you. And if you don't celebrate, that's okay. I certainly hope that everyone was taking advantage of a beautiful day and it's filled with love and positivity with those that matter around you. And the Raptors, despite a roller coaster of a season, decided to spread some love of their own to the Milwaukee Bucks by dishing out a beatdown, more or less by majority of the second unit guys to close out the season on a positive note defeating the Milwaukee Bucks 121 to 105. Now we are going to do things a little bit differently in this episode given the last game of the season and the circumstances didn't really mean too much but it meant something to the players that took the floor today and we're going to get into that but we're not going to reflect too much on the stats. I will highlight one positive for the Raptors. The Raptors took care of business in all the important categories that they have struggled with this past season. First, the three-point shooting. Not a great percentage, but neither team shot it well from three, but they were able to hit 11 threes on 33 attempts, giving them 33%, obviously. They took care of business from the free throw line at 14 for 16, giving them just under 88%. But the points in the paint, dominated by the Raptors, 64 to 44. Fast break points, 21 to 10. And they forced the Bucks into 14 turnovers to the Raptors 9. And they were also able to get 38 defensive rebounds. All categories that when the Raptors do well and are able to find positive results definitely leads out to positive outcomes. So it was great to see the second unit guys do it for the most part with some staggered starters. But it was still great to see that they had the effort. They executed the game plan, something that we have seen the Raptors struggle with all season long, but it was great to see the second unit guys go out there, do their job, and take care of business. So let's get right into the starters today, which consisted of Freshers Achua, Scotty Barnes, Zacoperto, Malachi Flynn, and Gary Trent Jr., and we'll get right into the individual performances. Obviously, Precious Tachua had a solid game. It was great to see him look like his normal self, sorry. He was all over the defensive glass. He competed defensively, offensively, wasn't very clean. One thing I noticed with him today in particular is that the ball sometimes gets behind him when he's getting into his handle. I would like to see Precious dribble the ball less, especially in transition. He made a beautiful outlet pass to Scotty left-handed and Scotty found him back as he was running down the floor as he should every single time and it led to a thunderous dunk right down the middle. I think for him to push the ball out and chase it would be a far more easier task for him, less thinking involved. He could use his athleticism to kind of make his path easier to the basket and make his path easier when running in transition, as I just stated with the Scotty Barnes outlet pass. I think simple action, simple movement is where the Raptors are going to benefit from Precious in a positive way. I think where it gets a little messy is when he has to do too much dribbling or he has to counter to the defense is where things get a little dicey but simple actions simple movements i think they will maximize press potential at least at this point in his career but a solid game from him 14 points 13 rebounds one assist two steals on six for 11 shooting from the field two for five from three also great to see him do that some of the threes were ill-advised but i think if ball swings it his way and he's wide open in the corner 
I am totally okay with him taking that shot. Scotty Barnes, not a great showing offensively today, but this is where the Raptors kind of lose me. They kind of put Scotty Barnes in this box where he had to set up his teammates and kind of assume that primary facilitator role and which is fine because he's a great passer but you want him to play with a little bit more freedom and I really didn't see that today but there were some good moments like I said finding pressures on the give and go he had a nice mid-range from the elbow and it looked fluid he looked comfortable taking it he had a 360 dunk he had a baseline reverse dunk I think the most positive thing that I saw today from Scotty is that he looked comfortable he looked like he was having fun and I think that's very important for him going into the postseason considering the roller coaster ride of a season he had this year but we know when Scotty's having fun the Raptors greatly benefit eight points two rebounds five assists on four for nine shooting from the field over two from three no attempts at the free throw line Jakob Pertl played the least amount of minutes since becoming a Raptor and his bread and butter today was being a fantastic screener for anyone off on the floor, but particularly Gary Trent Jr. He freed him up. Gary took advantage of the screen action and more or less knocked down the jumper when Jakob Pertl was setting a screen for him. He just takes up so much room and Gary Trent Jr. was able to more or less step into a rhythm shot every single time. Solid game from that front from Jakob Pertl. He went out there, he did his job in short order, and essentially got Gary Trent Jr. going today, which was absolutely massive. Six points, four rebounds, one assist on three for six shooting from the field. Malachi Flynn loved the fact that he maximized his minutes today. In 36 minutes, he got 20 points, four rebounds, four assists, one steal on seven for 14 shooting from the field, two for four from three, four for four from the free throw line. Got in some screen and roll action with the likes of Boucher, Coloco, and Precious, and he was able to take advantage from the perimeter, was able to take advantage by getting into the paint. But I think the most impressive, other than him shooting with confidence, would have to be his defense. He's not clamping anybody up, but he's looked the best, I think, in his career defensively. He's competing. He's not losing his man, and more times than not, he's able to challenge a shot, and that is an awesome development for him. Not to mention his pain penetration. There was one move where he had Thanasis Antetokounmpo on him, and he went baseline. He shielded Thanasis with his body, and he was able to get a left-handed layup, and that is awesome to see that he's able to manipulate his body, protect the ball, and still creating an offensive opportunity and a great finish. It's something that we haven't seen from him consistently. We've seen flashes of it, but today it was on display. And as I said, he won his minutes today, solid game from him and Gary Trent Jr. I think it was absolutely massive today for Gary Trent Jr. to remind people, and more importantly, to remind the coaching staff what he can do. 27 minutes, 23 points, one rebound, three assists on seven for 13 shooting from the field, four for seven from three and five for five from the free throw line. Like I said, there was great chemistry between him and Jakob Pertl. He got to his spots, he got out in transition to hit the transition three, he got into the paint. Gary Trent Jr. looked like the player that we need him to be. And I think coming off of injury, especially with the injury to his shooting arm, it was great to see him get some shots down. And I think it was absolutely important for him to come out and have a great showing. The Raptors definitely need his production going into the postseason. I just love what I saw from him today. And going five for five from the free throw line definitely makes the game a little bit easier. 
if you are struggling from the field. As for our role players, and there is a lot today. Chris Boucher in 20 minutes, 10 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals on 4 for 5 shooting from the field. No attempts from 3, but 2 for 2 from the free throw line. He had 4 massive dunks. He did exactly what Precious Achua did. He got out in transition. He ran the floor. It is really that simple and I think Boucher and Precious can benefit from a similar style of play keeping it simple doing the dirty work running the floor maximize your output and have positive production solid from him Ron Harper Jr. haven't seen much from him he had a couple possessions where he was able to get into the paint especially an N1 opportunity his corner three looked a lot better today and it was just great to see him get to his spots and Take advantage of an older Milwaukee Bucks team and have a decent game out of it. 10 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist on 4 for 6 shooting from the field, 1 for 3 from 3, and 1 for 1 from the free throw line. Joe Wieskamp, unfortunately, did not have much of an impact. Looked okay defensively, but offensively could not knock down a shot. And really begs the question, while the Raptors really do need shooting, but why they're doubling down on Joe Wieskamp over Jeff Dowden, somebody that the Raptors could actually use at this point, still a little puzzling to me. Maybe it was just an off game, but certainly did not get a vote of confidence going 0 for 6 from the field in 15 minutes and 0 for 5 from 3. Shooters are going to shoot, but hopefully this is just a bad day from him. It was not a great showing, as I previously mentioned. Christian Coloco. In 25 minutes, 7 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals on 3 for 4 shooting from the field and 1 for 2 from the free throw line. It was great to see him have a good game against the Bucks, hold his own. He had a few good dunks today, one of them off an alley-oop. There was an N1 dunk that Thanasis fouled him and he was still able to finish the play. Something that he hasn't been able to do on a consistent basis, but it was great to see him hold his own defensively, get a couple dunks exactly what you need him to do and he even had a mid-range jumper so that is awesome to see delano banton 11 points 5 rebounds 7 assists on 5 for 12 shooting from the field 0 for 3 from 3 and 1 for 2 from the free throw line it was just great to see him get out in transition it was great to see him finish in the paint and set up his teammates exactly what he needs to do when he gets an opportunity and like i said last game he did it in short order did it very quickly and he was able to take advantage of his opportunity today. He looks healthy, couldn't be happier for him. And Will Barton, super aggressive today, held his own defensively, knocked down some shots. Another key piece that needs to get going. If Gary Trent Jr. and Will Barton can get it going from the perimeter and allowing Chris Boucher and Precious Achua to do their thing, the Raptors will be fine going into the play-in. But as the Raptors have struggled with all season, consistency is the word. So we'll see if they'll be able to continue their hot play going into Wednesday night. But 12 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal on 5 for 9 shooting from the field, 2 for 3 from 3 for Will Barton. The Raptors finished the season with 41 wins, 41 losses at 500. Something that didn't seem possible the way the season has gone on. It's been a roller coaster of a season, but it was great to see them finish on a positive note. What I loved about this game, first I want to give a shout out to Lindell Wigginton, who became the first CBL player to sign a NBA contract. So congratulations to him. Great organization to get into, and he's absolutely maximizing the opportunity. 
Canadian from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Big shout out to him. Big shout out for the CEBL. And this is just the first of many. And I could not be happier for basketball in general in Canada. One of many to come. Just wanted to get that out of the way. Now, going back to the game itself, I thought this was a great opportunity for the coaching staff to evaluate their talent. I thought the young players coming off the bench and everyone coming off the bench today really maximized their opportunity. And I think they rewarded the coaching staff for their opportunity. The Raptors have struggled with consistency. They've struggled with consistent play coming off the bench. And more importantly, front office has had a hard time replenishing the development pipeline but at least you had an opportunity to see what you're working with whether they're going to be a part of this team for the long term remains to be seen whether nick nurse is going to be here is another big question mark that remains to be seen but we'll see how all that unfolds i thought it was important for all these guys to have an opportunity to show what they're capable of doing and hopefully in the very near future that something promising is going to come out of it. Now, I don't see these guys participating at any point during the playoffs, but at least they were able to go out there, execute the game plan, something that the Raptors have struggled with, even with the starters. They went out there, they executed the game plan, they maximized their opportunity, and they did it at a very efficient rate. They took advantage of a Milwaukee Bucks team. Mike Budenholzer did not look very comfortable on the sideline today, but it definitely looks like once the Raptors take care of business, they definitely have to win too. That at minimum, they have the ability to hang with the Milwaukee Bucks rotation guys. But we will see what happens come Wednesday night First game of the play-in on April 12th with a 7 o'clock, possibly 7.30 tip-off against the Chicago Bulls. Now, the idea of playing DeMar in a do-or-die game is not very comforting to me. I imagine that DeMar would love nothing better than to send the Raptors home in a do-or-die scenario. But the Raptors have had success against the Bulls this season. The Bulls are playing better basketball as of late. They have been more consistent on the defensive end. They like to get out in transition, similar to the Raptors, but they have shooters, something that the Raptors have struggled with all season long. This should be a win for the Raptors, but we have seen things this season that makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable by saying that the Raptors are going to win this game. I definitely think the Raptors are a better team. I definitely think that this is a winnable game, but I also think, and more importantly, it's an important test for the Raptors. The Raptors can't look past anybody, and they definitely cannot look past the Bulls. DeMar has been playing great basketball. He stumbled a little bit towards the end of the season, but I think the most important thing, despite their defense picking up, is Zach Levine playing like an all-star. He looks healthy, and the Raptors are going to have to pick their poison when dealing with the likes of the Chicago Bulls. But as I look at the keys to victory for this game, you gotta limit the transition opportunities. Don't let the Bulls run you out of the gym their young guys are stepping up they're running the floor they have athleticism that can match up with the raptors the raptors are going to have to match their effort i imagine this will be a track meet of sorts and the raptors have to be up to the challenge and as for the last key and it's the most important one do your job the raptors have struggled with cohesion this season playing as the team they've shown the ability over the last month that they can do it with the best of teams they have to do it now everybody starts at zero 
come playoff time, the Raptors have no time to reflect on what they did this season. Everybody has to be locked in. Everybody has to do their job and hold their own if the Raptors are going to have success. That's from coaching staff to players. We've seen this team at their best. They can hang with the best of them, but we've also seen them at their worst and they end up losing winnable games. I want to give the Raptors the benefit of the doubt that they're going to go out there and win a very winnable game against the Chicago Bulls. I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. All I'm saying is that the Raptors have a few days rest. They rested their starters for the most part today. And the second unit guys had an opportunity to get in rhythm. It looks promising. I want to believe it's promising. I do believe in this team. And I do believe that they will walk away with a win come Wednesday night. And hopefully we'll be talking about a victory on said Wednesday night. And that's it for me, folks. Apologize for the late pod. It's the weekend, holiday weekend, had some things to do, but we still got it done. I'm looking forward to the playing game. I, if you had asked me at the beginning of the season, if I would have been excited at the idea of the Raptors being in the play-in, I would have said no. But now that it's here, I'm certainly excited. I'm certainly excited at the idea of them moving on. And I'm definitely happy that they were able to finish the season on a positive note. Finishing 500 not what this team expected i know the fan base myself included did not expect it to be what it is but you can't change history it is what it is everybody starts at zero once again the raptors have a job to do come wednesday night and i'm looking forward to it and i pray that you are too if you have not done so please subscribe rate and review on your favorite platform it'll mean so much if you take the time to do so and until the next episode where i pray that we'll be talking about a raptors victory Everyone, please continue to stay healthy and stay safe. Good people. Peace.